about a year ago, I did some online dating, and I dated two very similar women. They were both highly educated, and they both bragged about not owning TVs and about how many books they read. I said, I'm getting a second large screen TV to put next to my current large screen TV. <laughs> and then I saw the interest just leave her eyes. Like, <laughs> and anyway, so I, th I think they both sort of dumped me because they didn't perceive me as smart even though I am pretty You're clearly smart. a very smart person. I think that bragging about not owning a TV is sort of academic snobbery. It's oh, for sure. It sort of grosses me out a little bit. But uh, anyway, well, one of them worked for the University of Michigan and like charity type stuff. And she said she was working on food deserts. And so I have an idea to solve the food desert problem. Basically just to shove it in her face and show that I'm smart. And I don't think we were compatible. I, I don't want to seem super douchey and vindictive, but... But if you can do that and help out some little kids at the same time... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the food desert problem is basically in poor inner cities. They don't have access to t good, healthy foods in grocery stores. The grocery stores either close or they were never there. And so everybody who's too poor to drive to outs outside of the inner city, they have to get their food from fast food or from convenience stores or gas stations. And there's a limited choice of healthy food there. So it contributes to the obesity problem. And they call that the food desert because there's oh, okay. no healthy right. food nearby. So I think the reason that the food deserts exist, based on absolutely zero research, is that uh, once the grocery stores close, it's too risky for small stores like gas stations and convenience stores to carry healthy, perishable fruits and vegetables and stuff because they have such a small customer base that there's a good chance that nobody would buy it before it spoiled. Right. So my solution is a Redbox movie rental machine for food, kind Redbox. of. Like a vending machine? No, it wouldn't actually be a vending machine. It'd be like a, a small little area that you could put in a gas station or a convenience store. Okay. And it would be like a few rows of basically baskets. I think you'd start with fruits and vegetables, but you could maybe have a, like a refrigerated section with meat in it and like other food items. Just like a portable grocery store? Yeah. And it would be like Redbox in that you would order things from the cell phone and they would ship it to the store. Oh, I see what you're saying. Most poor people have cell phones, I believe, in the United yeah. States. As comedians, we interact with lots of different income levels. And do you know any comics who are so poor that they don't have cell phones? No. no. Even like homeless comics usually <laughs> have cell phones, right? Yeah. I don't need homeless comics, but... I know a couple. Uh, some band dwellers. <laughs> a couple, actually. Yeah? Yeah. But, so yeah, the cell phone shouldn't be a problem. So they would order food from their cell phone, and they would pay through the phone, either using prepaid credit cards, which is what a lot of poor people use, or food stamps or whatever. Right. It seems like the problem with this idea might be that to have a service like this, they would have to pay a premium for that food because they're only getting such a small amount being delivered from one place to that store instead of like, you know, whole, it wouldn't be like a wholesale kind of thing. So I feel like they'd have to pay extra. They're already poor or whatever. And that might be a deterrent. Yeah, that's the whole problem with having grocery stores in, in the poor neighborhoods anyway. The same reason that the grocery stores go away. Is, yeah, so I, I think part of that 
yeah, you're not getting the bulk discount, but a lot of the cost has to do with throwing away the spoiled food, but this is going to go away. That's true. So you're, you're losing the bulk discount, but you're gaining the yeah. higher selling rate. And also, it might not be bulk in the sense that it's all in one store, but they could deliver it to multiple gas stations all near each other. Right, right. Are they doing, like, meals? Is it, like, ingredients? Ingredients. Okay, so it's like grocery oh, store. Like Blue Apron, that, that site, every week they'll send you, I think, four or five meals. But they send you all the ingredients, measured right. out exactly what you want, like, what you need. And then you just have to follow their instructions and make the meal. You can almost yeah. do something like that. Play that's it. not that's this. That's the other those one. are expensive as shit, both of those. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's and they send them directly to your house, right. too. Right, right. But so this one doesn't go straight to your house. Maybe so like there's like some bread, there's some fruit, there's like some bologna, there's like things that you get at a grocery store. Yeah, but you might not get at a convenience store. They might have one thing of buns or something, but they wouldn't have like a fresh tomatoes or something. Right, right. So that's what you would get through this app. So yeah, it's, it's not a perfect idea, but you might be able to make it affordable. And they might not be ordering lots of it. It might not be enough to keep them from getting fat, but it might help somewhat. Better than nothing. Right. So they would pay for it on their phone before it's shipped to the store. If they don't pick it up before it spoils, they don't get their money back. Basically, the whole food desert problem is because having the fresh food is a risk to the store, so they don't do it. So I'm, I'm reducing the risk to the store, and I'm putting that risk on the consumer in some ways, like if they forget to pick it up. So it sounds like I'm being a douchebag to the consumer, but I'm, I'm moving the risk to them in order to offer them a service that they wouldn't otherwise be offered. So it's not like stocked, it's like per order. It's a little more complicated than that. So here's the interesting part that probably nobody else has ever thought of. You can also walk in without ordering it from the app and buy anything you see, even if somebody else already ordered it. Uh-huh. So you can snipe people. <laughs> um, so this isn't how the Redbox movie thing works. The Redbox, once you reserve it, nobody else can pick it up. And this one, you can walk in and order anything that's already there. And then if the person who ordered it comes in and it's not there, they get refunded. Okay. There's another thing. So they can use predictive algorithms to overorder things. Smarter than a grocery store would use, like Uber nerd knowledge. So, like, there's regional, like... Right, just playing with the demographics of... Playing with the demographics. Yeah, that makes sense. Past orders Yeah. in that specific gas station or convenience store. And so, since things are overstocked, if you walk in and grab something and buy it, you don't have to feel guilty because you don't know if you're taking somebody else's order and sniping it. Yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I feel bad for Grandma, though. Like... But again, I, I mean, there's there's no free ride in, in nature, you know. It, I'm making a service possible, and the downside of doing that is making it a little inconvenient. Yeah, so, and I wonder, like, if it was inconvenient at all, if anybody would even bother with it or not. Uh, I don't know. know. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's a, it's, a, uh, it's a good idea as far as, like, the altruism of it. You just have to prove it. You'd have to have put it out there somewhere and actually have it work because people would, would fight it for different reasons. But I like things like that. I guess a lot of tech nerds like these big, bold things that, that seem weird at first and they upend social norms. And sure. I guess a lot of people think the exact opposite way. Do you have a name for this? I call it Food Oasis. Food Oasis from the food desert. Yeah. That's a good name. That's my idea. 
So, do you like the idea of doing charity as a form of revenge? Yeah. I kind of, well, yeah, I like kind of any form of revenge. I like people getting the shit they deserve or having to come back around to them. And if you can do that while helping somebody out, that's even more better. That's great. But uh, this is too disconnected. I don't see the, uh, the correlation between the two things. Basically, the, she was working on this issue. One of them who And so you were going to have the, 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 the uh, solution to it. Yeah. Before she, I got you. I missed that part. Okay. Yeah. I think it's inherently funny to right. do something malicious that's good for other people. It's irony, right? It's right. Exactly. ironic to... I wonder if somebody's ever accepted like a Nobel Prize and, and then acceptance speech was like, fuck this other guy. <laughs> I'm the man, you know? Like, uh, <laughs> I don't think that's I happened at the Nobels. That might have happened at like the Academy Awards. Well, those aren't... Nobel yeah. in any sense. No, the Nobel Prize people, I think, are a little more uh, diplomatic than that. That's how they get those awards. Yeah, it's very, like, uh, scientists to compete to best each other, but it's, like, to create something good. I don't know. I feel like I get, like, a Edison, a Tesla vibe type thing there. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I read somewhere that Tesla castrated himself because he wanted to concentrate more on science. Really? Oh. I wouldn't do that. What about for the, in the name of comedy? <laughs> so you could, like, you know, concentrate more on your comedy. You mean, like, on stage? Well, sure, you can make a bit out of it if you want to. <laughs> he closes it every, every night. I think it would <laughs> be... I like cringe humor, but there's got to be some humor to the cringe. I think maybe there's an interesting thing about movies. Somebody only has to do one minor thing to make them look like a dick, and the audience is perfectly happy with seeing them gunned down or ripped apart. Mm-hmm. Like, it could be like just acting busy at work when somebody was trying to talk to them or something. Just, right. They throw in this one little thing to dehumanize the person, like to make us more okay with them being killed on screen. Oh, sure, yeah, that's that's a device. I would say, yeah. So maybe if I did that, like, I intentionally acted like an asshole before the event. <laughs> um, everybody would enjoy seeing the laugh. cast action. <laughs> then they would laugh. <laughs> Do you think you know anybody who would use this service? Anybody who lives, like, downtown or poor people? Or would you use it if you just don't want to go all the way to the grocery store? Like, right here where I live, the closest place is... Is a there's like a liquor store, or convenience store down on Belleville Road. Yeah. So it would be the closer than the Meyer, which is like four miles away. Right. So if I only needed a couple so things, you, so you would use it. I know you. There you go. You said you would use it. So maybe. <laughs> you said maybe you wouldn't even use. <laughs> you wouldn't even use your own product. That's not that good an idea. I if I owned it, I would use it. <laughs> you would. Do you think people would uh, assholes would just use it? And just revel in the fact that they might be sniping somebody's order. <laughs> There's sure. There's assholes. Like you buy the whole rack and then just throw away the food. No, you could do that. You could do laughing that. maniacally. You like, could do that uh, now anywhere. You could go to a store and be like, oh man, like Fourth of July, I'm gonna buy all the fucking hot dogs. Yeah. Fuck everybody. Like you could do that now. So yeah. Now if if you're at a store, if you see like I, I I drink a lot of Monster Energy drinks, and a lot of times there's like they're like ten packs. There's like two left do you like take one and save one for the next guy or do you would take the two if no, you no i would take to? what i need but then i would take the other one and put it back by the vegetables somewhere <laughs> like i yeah i don't do that still malicious doesn't yeah. cut into his wallet right exactly 
Yeah, I don't save one just in case somebody else comes by and wants it. I take both if I want both. Yeah. Well, you should take what you want. I don't think that's mean necessarily. No. I don't think anybody's going to die if they can't get their monster drinks. Unless they're trying to drive somewhere and stay awake. You know what? Then go off brand and get some of that. Although there's a whole section of monster like drinks. They could just get. That's a good opportunity for them to try brand. a new flavor. I think you're doing somebody yeah. a favor.